Today, stand back. You do not want to get burned. Today, we are talking about the flame, the passion, the desire that burns so intensely and how it has affected the comic book industry. Find out exactly what I'm talking about on an all-new episode of a very special Raw Observations. Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Raw Observations. I am your host, Rob Liefeld. I have been making, producing, creating the comic books for 37 years. On this podcast, we talk about comic book superheroes, the way these characters have evolved from the pages of comic books, from the spinner racks in my youth where I would grab those same comic books and how they have just dominated the world. And they're on your shelves as merchandising and they live in your video consoles and they're the biggest movies in the world. Comic books, pop culture, that's what we discuss here on Raw Observations on the regular. All those episodes, 260, 70 episodes in the back catalog, that is what you're going to find. Many of the stories that I share come from either my professional background, making the comics, interacting with other people who make the comics, create the characters that have become stars, stars of stage and screen. I love that. I love that phrase. The stars of stage and screen. And as a fan, also, I share my stories. Uh, I remember it very well, how I would grab these comics and uh, ride, ride home on my bike and how condition didn't matter. Uh, you didn't buy comic books. They came bagged and boarded. They, they were on spinner racks and they were bent and they were crumpled. And I've said it many times because I love remembering that and I love the smell of the newsprint. And the comic books of my youth inspired me to pursue comic books. It, it, uh, it created in me a desire which I refer to as the flame. And today's podcast will possibly be the shortest one that I've ever uh, made while, we, while we've been doing raw observations over these last three years. But it really just uh, has been literally, you know, metaphor, uh, you know, uh, metaphor included uh, apologies for metaphor, but it has been burning inside of me. The flame has been burning inside of me. I hear Cheap Trick. Uh, you're like, what is Cheap Trick? The band Cheap Trick. Go look them up in your iTunes catalog. You'll see that Mama's all right and Daddy's all right. They they just seem a little weird. Uh, they're a fantastic band from the 70s and 80s, and they had a huge breakout song called The Flame. So today we are going to discuss the flame. And, and, and I, I come to this subject because of late, all the stuff that I've been considering, all the stuff that I've been juggling with over the last couple of years, right prior to the pandemic, but certainly, you know, really burning inside of me since the pandemic and get ready for lots of burns, fires, you know, heat, stuff like that today, that, that, that's coming at you. But now I see other people posting on their social media, their Facebook, on their Twitter, on their Instagram. They talk about it on TikTok, even though I have spent about two minutes on TikTok, but they take their TikTok videos and they put them on one of the other old man platforms <laughs> that I'm a part of. Because <laughs> trust me, my kids will tell you, Facebook is for the old people. Hi, here I am. That's me. I am the old people of Facebook. Uh, but like I said, they, 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 they take it, they put it on Twitter, they put it on you know, Instagram, and, that, and that, that's how I see it, because isn't everybody dancing in between all the platforms now? But certainly, TikTok speaks to a much younger audience, 
but somebody a little older, I guess, is getting on TikTok and sharing these same videos, the same giant missives, the same giant, you know, uh, just word salads that I'm reading, which pontificate what has happened to comics, what's changed. And they go through and they cite the times that they were the most in love with comics. And they cite the creators and the titles and the characters and the storylines. And a lot of the stuff that I do here with you guys on Rob's Relations, they, they, they talk about the exact same stuff, but they, they, they feel like something's missing today. And they talk about possibly, uh, you know, they, they, they take their stab at it. They, they, you know, put forth their reasoning as to why the comics that they used to love uh, aren't giving them a spark. And then, of course, the best thing on any of these posts, whenever you read them, is to go to the comment section. And there are people I know. That these are some of these people who are posting this are in the entertainment business, not just the comic book business. They've done both. They've made movies, produced, written, actually been in movies, made comic books. And then in the sections, I see other people who have made or reported on comic books and they're weighing in as well. And they're saying, you know, I haven't had anything that's excited me for the last six, seven years. And I'm not sure what it is. And, and then they'll, they'll cite maybe uh, one person cited that uh, it was a constant revisiting of a certain event. Not, not event comics, period. Not in the sense that like Civil War was followed by World War Hulk and, and preceded by House of M. Those are each isolated different events. She was speaking of, a, of, of one company's uh, desire to keep coming back to the same spinoff of the same kind of event again and again. And I just thought about it. I'm like, I don't think that's it. Here's what I'm going to do. We've been doing this five minutes. I'm just going to cut right to the chase. Uh, what is missing or what you're looking to respond to? Perhaps I'm putting forth that it's missing. It's what I think. What is missing is the flame. The flame that burns so deep inside of a particular creator that they have to break out from their comfortable comfortability. They have to break out from, you know, what's familiar and, and to get to the next level, they have to add responsibilities to their plate. They have to, uh, you know, make that big move that shifts how they were making a comic book or creating a story. And, and in many cases, it becomes more difficult uh, for the talent. But by, trans by transferring that into a more difficult execution, we all won. We were the benefactors. We got the best work of these people's careers. It makes the artist of Daredevil, the young 20-year-old artist of Daredevil, who is paired with a really good writer, say, I, I can't draw anyone else's stories but my own. I have to be able to draw the stories that I have in my head. I love this character so much. I have such a vision. And he has to then speak up, share that flame, share that passion, share that heat with his, you know, his superior, who then has to go to another superior and say, my artist really believes that he can take this book to the next level, but we're going to have to retire, you know, this incredible, incredibly talented writer. 
and ask him to step aside forcibly if possible so that we can clear the way because I think this guy is worth a shot. That happened. We, we benefited from that. That happened. I can't imagine how uncomfortable that was. I was a reader of comic books. I thought that the writer of Daredevil was really, really good. Enjoyed the collaboration he was having with the, right, the, the artist that I was discovering and thought, man, this guy is super talented. I love how he depicts you know, every single aspect of the stories that are being presented to me. Then one day, that writer was gone. The artist now wore the, the moniker of writer. He was responsible for the story. And it burst through to the next level. A lot more on the plate. A lot more responsibilities. You'd say, well, Rob, it's, it's more money. It's, it's not as much money as you think. You, you, don't, you don't get paid that much more to make the stories, especially back in the day. Uh, artist, the artist of the book for, for, for many years, and, and we're going to actually tackle this in an upcoming episode the, the, in, in, in how things have changed, but the artist was the most valuable component and got the highest page rate. To write the story and, and then provide script was literally two different assignments. If you wrote a story, you got a certain pay. If you wrote a script, you got a certain pay. And then if you did both, it would combine in the royalties. But again, this, this guy is an absolute newcomer. And the other, again, bears, bears discussing because this really speaks to the absolute spirit of the flame. When, when it's burning so, so deep inside of you and you have to make that move and you have to create that work no matter what, you are putting it all on the line. And what you're doing is you're betting on yourself and you're betting that you're going to turn this situation into a situation that's so good that it doesn't matter what your page rate is. And in fact, you're going to get paid on the back end. You're going to make it up on the, in, the, in the royalties, in the copies sold. And that's what happened in this, in this case. The whatever, uh, I'm going to say pittance in 1980 was being paid to write the story. And that goes for all the writers because rates were not exactly a, a big deal. You can, you can talk to Neil Adams and you can talk to, you know, Barry Windsor Smith and, and, and many of these guys who've been vocal about how they felt like they didn't get paid a whole lot. Jim Steranko, a lot of these guys, they left the business because they didn't like the, the wages. Royalties hadn't become a thing yet. Royalties would really transform a, a, a giant section of talent in the business but by betting on yourself and being responsible for the flame then you're you you are in essence believing that more copies sold is what's going to make it up for you in the long run is going to pay for those long hours uh whether it's the typewriter later the word processor later your 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 macbook uh whatever you choose to to write out maybe maybe the 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 long form yellow paper that you still write your stuff out on. You, you believe that those, that those hours and that investment is going to translate into more eyeballs, more people picking up the work, which is going to be more sales. More sales means more copies sold, means more money to the publisher and means more royalties to you. That is part of the, of, of the bonus of, of allowing yourself to be consumed by the flame. And obviously what I just told you happened. It happened on Daredevil. And at the time I was like, what happened to this really good writer? Well, what I discovered is he was replaced by an even better one, an even more legendary one. But that 20-year-old had to have those discussions that had to have been uncomfortable. I read the writer to this day. Uh, he 
posts about that period of him being re- replaced, and he's not happy. He's not happy about it. And as 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 someone who is uh, sympathetic to talent and, and and understands the plight, I, I I feel bad that that writer was removed, making way for this new legend to emerge. Let's speak more to the flame. The flame is 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 burning so hot between a creative team that is making possibly the greatest run in the history of comics uh, that they have to be separated. That the boss uh, has to sit down and say, well, you want to take the reins on something that I am not completely comfortable giving over to you. But I understand that this is so important to you that you're going to have to leave creating this epic, legendary body of work. Ironically, as I tell you this, you're thinking this could be either scenario. You're thinking this could be, and, and, and they, it happened twice on two of the most legendary runs. And in, in both cases, uh, the, the artist was, the artist opted to depart, opted to leave, opted to follow another path. For one artist, that artist was given an opportunity within the business to keep his flame burning and he would be given another giant title that he could write and draw and he would go on to create an, a five-year epic run on on a book that had been kind of mired in mediocrity. It just didn't have a kick. It didn't have a kick, especially given the pedigree of the book. But this artist who was separated now from the assignment that had made him a legend went on to create even more legendary work. And out of that, he also got to spin off a concept that he, he had created in the previous legendary shared work. And if that flame wasn't burning, we don't get to receive this pivot, this giant career pivot. And that pivot is a result of the flame. I don't want to draw these stories anymore. I need to draw my own stories. I would love to tell you that there's a, an example anywhere along the way. I'll just start. I'll just, I'll just stop you right here because you're going to go, is there a writer who turned into an artist? Not that I'm aware of. But that does not again, negate the fact that these artists who wanted to break out, break free, felt like they had something more to offer, something more to say. Uh, that, that, that in giving into the flame, in giving into that heat that was burning inside of them, you know, that that wasn't an uncomfortable situation. In both of the cases that I've just shared with you, that was uncomfortable. Uh, we truly benefited as a creative, as fans, uh, from the creative community that these that, that this passion was so deep because that's what it is. We call, I'm calling it the flame. I speak to heat and, uh, but it is, it's all about passion. But, it, it, but, but one of the reasons we call it the heat is because it burns. It burns us up as fans. It can burn the people involved, uh, literally burn them. Do, do, I'm sure scathing remarks and words have been shared. I've done feuds series on this podcast. I've shared with you uh, the friction that goes when, when, the, the flame burns to collaborators. But because of that flame, we got an epic five-year run on another storied Marvel franchise. We missed this guy, this particular talent, from his legendary run. But he, he had us refocus. He pulled our focus to the, his new bodies of work. And I know I can speak for myself. Not only was I satiated, I was 
thoroughly entertained and 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 watched this this talent spread his wings and fly. And he had been drawing other people's stories for a long time. This is sounding like the 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 moral of the story is that artists have to go draw their own stories. That's not the moral of the story. I'm speaking to passion and to uh, the flame. Now I can tell you, I can tell you that there are inkers, inkers, embellishers. They're, they're, they were generally when I was coming up as a fan and when I was coming up in, in 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 comics, they were the third on the food chain. They generally always got the the pages later uh, than anybody else. They had, they had to complete the page in its 11 by 17 format if it was delivered to them late and make up for the deadlines. If the writer, and trust me, I've been in this business 37 years. I cannot tell you how often a writer has held me up. Literally been asked by the editor, Rob, it's going to be another week. What? And and again, I'd say, I can fill in the blanks. I can do this. Rob, we have to to work with the writer here. Uh, I have had writers deliver books uh, weeks late that took weeks off my drawing the book so that I'm now behind uh, the eight ball. And, and, and I, I am losing time and I have to make up for it. Well, then that is, if I'm not inking it myself, and especially in the early days, I wasn't, that passes on to the anchor. The anchor then has to make it up. When it comes time to color the book, you guys, it used to be color guides on eight and a half by 11 paper. And I know one or more colors, two colored entire books overnight. They were given 22 Xeroxes, eight and a half by 11 Xeroxes. They stayed up all night, spread the pages out, hit all their marks. Put all the reds, the blues, the 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 magentas, the you know, and and made the deadline. It's unfair, but that's how it goes. I know inkers who had the flame inside of them who said, "I do not want to, you know, assign myself this future as just being the inker." And I benefited from one of those inkers who stood up and said, "I would like to write, and I will write anything you let me, and I will write it, and I will I will impress you, and I will take a D-list character, and I will make him, uh, him or her or them." more popular than you can possibly imagine. I was the benefit of this. I was specifically the benefit of this from a gentleman who was arguably the most popular inker in the, in the business, having inked the biggest names at the time. I was fortunate that by, by drawing his stories that he would also then ink me in, in kind of my launch campaign, my first work. But that inker had, had decided, I don't want to just be the guy that gets the pages late. Even if I get them on time, I don't want to be the guy that is embellishing others only. I like doing it, but I want to be a writer. And he, and he did, and he became, he became a very uh, successful writer, has been writing ever since this journey started for him in 1987. Another, another anchor followed suit. It's called the flame. It's called the fire. It's, it's, it's the reason that we get some of this great work because the people who are sitting at their boards and they're making the work in the ways that the work is being made for them right now isn't satisfying them enough. And they need to uh, become something more, become something greater, contribute something more than they are used to contributing. The flame, the, the, the passion uh, grows inside of a Spider-Man artist who says, I want to draw my own stories. I see this book as much darker. I want to do gorier, more mature, more R-rated kind of graphic material and I need to do it away from this how will you you know address this and at that point the management says we'll create a new title we'll we'll just give you your own venue it's been done before we've we've created a family of titles around this character so this wouldn't be the first time it wouldn't you know wouldn't be the worst 
In that instance, the writer kept his job. The writer kept his job. He stayed the course. The artist became a writer and got his own venue. All of these are, are yours to figure out. I'm purposely not saying names today because it just feels better. It just feels better. But that is the flame. That is the passion that says, I, I, I've got to do things. I see it a different way. I've got to be able to take this and control it more. More control means more work, period. I can speak of myself, of the uncomfortability of going up against the legend and saying, uh, I, I have to tell my own stories. And management saying, we'll back you on this. And it had, you know, it was never comfortable, but it, it felt right. And that is a result of the flame. I needed to tell my own stories. I needed to break free. I needed to share more than just one character. And as I've shared with you, I saw, I saw that. I watched that uh, before me in, in many of the instances that I've given you. The biggest inspiration was a guy who basically had uh, contributed to all, to the existence of all of maybe the most popular characters except for one, but even then he contributed to cover. And at the end of a storied run, after being told that he couldn't have the spotlight in the way that he desired it, he said, I have to go. I have to go somewhere else. I have to go to another venue, another company, where they'll give me another platform. And once that happened, we were introduced to all new worlds that we would have never, never otherwise been introduced to. And those worlds have also been adapted to stage and screen. And those worlds continue to be uh, animated alongside the other most popular works that this gentleman has created. He went on to just go back years later after this other company gave him this platform to expand. He went back to kind of where his original heart and soul resided. And they gave him, they gave him more. They said, do whatever you want. He was able to reunite with his oldest creation, his oldest, most successful creation and uh, most famous creation and take it over, take the helm at a very important part in that, not only that character's history, but our country's history. It was celebrating something special. He was able to return to that helm. He also created all new worlds, all new, all new characters, all new adventures. It's because of that flame, that flame burned inside of him and it, and it, and it causes us to do things that sometimes can be uncomfortable. You know, there's a way to do it where it's uncomfortable and still manageable. And I believe I've given you all of these different opportunities and I can go on and I can go further. But what this speaks to again is the flame. It is that passion that says, I have these ideas in my head and I'm not able to put them out in the way that I desire at this time. I need to go beyond the station that I have. And sometimes that means you, re you rearrange. You rearrange the chairs. You rearrange the deck. This was a product of a very artist-driven time. I can't really tell you uh, that I see those same flames today. I'm not sure they're possible. I'm not sure the way that we make comic books in, in terms of mass producing them now, uh, because now comics are an international game. They're an international venture. They are, they are literally produced across continents. Um, everything isn't drawn in Manhattan from studios that are all in the surrounding boroughs and pages aren't delivered in hand. Uh, they're not even delivered via FedEx anymore. It's scanning and, and uploading and, and it's a completely different world that we live in. And, uh, and I've seen a, a lot of talent. They're amazing. They may 
They may be better than each and every one of the talents, except for one that I've shared with you today. The, the, the guy that did the most, the guy that, 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 that created the most universes. I haven't seen anybody on par with that particular gentleman. But I've seen incredible talents. And you know what? They just, they're happy. They're really happy. Their flame was just drawing a comic book, period. But I think what this age that, that so many fans want to recapture speaks to a different era where, 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 where different fires burned. As a father of three kids, all who are now, I mean, my youngest is 19. I, I don't have little kids anymore. I have mature, you know, young adults. They think differently. They process differently. Um, they interact completely differently. Uh, in, the, in, the, in the season premiere of season three, uh, episode one of Ted Lasso, the latest Ted Lasso, uh, he, 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 he takes them on, a, uh, on a, a field trip, the team. I'm not going to spoil it, but at one point, one of the characters says, why are we here? Just that bold. And Ted Lasso says, ah, see, your generation's very direct. Uh, you, 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 you're still taking some getting used to, but I, I, I respect it. You, you just put it right out there. You say it directly. And uh, again, we see a, this age does things differently. And, and, and growing up on uh, Marvel films, MCU films, the, the Nolan Dark Knights, all of the giant media representation of these giant you know, comic book icons has made it that just drawing them and contributing to them at all is the lottery ticket. It is the win. And you have to understand that. That, that, that they aren't... Uh, their desire is to just contribute, to do a cover, to do a story, to do a couple stories, to do a couple issues. That is the win. That is the victory. And that speaks to the interaction and how, how they interact with these characters, period. This passion to do more work, to take on more responsibilities, to make your life miserable in hopes that you can turn something around or enable your own vision. That, uh, I'm not sure that burden is one that other the young the, the young generation wants to share. And that really is something that is that is deserving of a greater discussion. This that is not uh a realm I think a lot of people want to venture into. I don't think they have that same burning. Going back to the very first one, I, I have to draw Daredevil. I, I have to write Daredevil as well as draw him. And I'm sorry if it makes things comfortable. I think a lot of these guys are so excited to draw Miles Morales or Venom or Carnage or Deadpool or Wolverine or Batman. That's the win. They don't want to construct a story. They're just happy. It is a byproduct of now interacting with these characters that have become larger than life, literally larger than life. And on an international level, there's just maybe not that same, you know, appeal across the ocean. Imagine you're like, holy crap, I am you know, sitting at my desk in Brazil, in Japan, in Puerto Rico, uh, in, in, in France, and I am contributing to this storied legend. That is the excitement. It is like, you know, the, 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 the old, it's kind of cliched, but the kid, the guy or the girl who gets on the bus and goes to Hollywood to make it big. You don't need to get on the bus in most cases now. My son's an actor. He hasn't seen or been with uh, an actual uh, casting director in over three years. Everything is done on Zoom, done on on video, and 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 sent in. He does not interact with person, you know, anyone that he could physically touch. The jobs that he books, he books via virtual auditions. 
So it's the same in the comic book world. These people overseas, they just want to interact with these characters. They're happy to fulfill the desires of editorial and whoever editorial writes in order to enact these visions. And I'm and and, and if you if you go Liefeld, it can't be that simple. I really believe it is that simple. I believe it is that simple. Because like I, I'm going to go back to the, the earliest examples I told you. It's hard. Getting up and going, wow, now I have to have the story and, and, and create the storyline as well as just draw what, what I'm told. It's a lot harder. It's a bigger, uh, it's bigger bites. It, it's, more, it's more digestion, okay? Um, there, there's a lot more work. You, 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 your plate just got a lot bigger. So today I just wanted to talk about the flame. Sometimes that flame uh, creates amazing, uh, just completely transformative. I use that word a lot, but I, I think it applies. Transformative works. There's one last example. It happened on a book in the middle of the 80s. An amazing writer artist took it over, but he didn't have to, there was no job he was taking. The, the, the book was kind of on so much auto autopilot. It was like, drawn by a different writer and artist, filling issues. It just had lost its, its way. It was rudderless. Uh, they handed it to a really talented guy. It became his premier showcase, wrote it, drew it for years, took it to all new, new, new heights. That work has seen, you know, has been adapted into other popular Marvel platforms like the movies. Um, but there was no kind of wrestling, wrestling control. Sometimes the wrestling of control is where uh, the fire can burn, like I said. But if the fire doesn't burn in the first place, that means that, that, that you are not uh, receiving the maximum amount of passion. I do not want anyone, I want to wrap this up by saying, I don't, do not want anyone to say, oh, so life will tell you if I don't want to write the stories, I don't have passion. No, I'm actually telling you that I understand that, that drawing uh, stories featuring these characters who are now, you know, giant stars for two decades on, on, on you know, in, in your local cinema, that is a representation of passion. And, and, and it's a different representation of passion. But I'm just reflecting the flames that burned in the past, the, the product that that fire produced, and, 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 and I'm, I'm wondering if we now discern the flames differently and that just getting that work and drawing it as beautifully as it is drawn and presented is, is now the representation of that flame. So, brought the heat? I don't know. You tell me. Uh, had, had to get this off my chest, Has, had, had to explain that it all gets back to the flame, how hot it burns, and the heat that it produces. Yes, I realize this was not your um, average run-of-the-mill observations. It was uh, more mysterious and uh, not as, as, uh, as transparent. But again, people desire the flame. They want that heat. They, 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 it's, it's, like a, it's like a hit. It's it's like a hit they they want and they haven't gotten it in a long time and in comics I guess seem more safe than they've ever been but I want to speak to the one point that I had I brought up about a generational generational kind of gaps and viewpoints from a different generation and given some of these episodes that I brought brought up a couple of them have been talked about greatly in the rearview mirror twenty years later thirty years later friction between writer artist you know artist taking over artist leaving going to do own thing that was before social media 
much of this generation that I've experienced through my uh, my own children, their friend, their 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 friends, you know, all of the twenty somethings and 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 thirty somethings that I that I've met in, in recent years, because some of the family members that we have had kids that went on to become teachers of my own kids by a few years, even just a few years. So now they're closer to 30. And so this entire generational uh, change, they, what, what, I will, what, I, what I will tell you first and foremost is that drama is not something they're interested in. And by virtue of what I'm expressing about the flame and the heat, it creates, uh, it creates friction and that can lead to drama. And most people don't want any of that drama. And especially today, given some of these instances that I've talked about, especially uh, the, the biggest one of them all, when, when, when the mastermind behind so many of comic book's greatest runs just left the company and, 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 and aligned himself with another company. In the social media age, that would have been everywhere. You want to talk drama. It was drama back then, and there was like nothing. A few fanzines wrote about it. Today it would be Twitter, it would be Facebook, it'd be everywhere. It'd be everywhere, it'd be debated. And people, you know, don't <clears throat> normally, people don't uh, today have, have, have the stomach, the same stomach for the drama. So that is a, another byproduct of, of, of how the flame and the heat and the desire have changed, have altered. I just read an interview, big, huge name in entertainment, not just comics, entertainment, period. He's done some comic book stuff. He talked about reservations about giving an interview. He talked about, he had to talk to his wife because, you know, he's, he's, uh, he's caused drama before by a few of the statements that he's made. So again, everyone is a little more cautious nowadays. And it just speaks to why maybe the flame burns differently. But regardless, an entire episode, uh, albeit a, an abbreviated episode <clears throat> on the flame. And, uh, and I hope you enjoyed it. At the end of every episode, I read your reviews. You guys are so generous and you're so kind and I, and I'm committed to reading them all. And, and, and under the, <laughs> under the committed to reading them all, uh, uh, devotion today, I, I'm going to give you a recent one that is that is um really fun it was left a few weeks ago <clears throat> the name assigned to it is nathante <laughs> nathante uh it says he gave he gave the show one star uh he said too much todd hate cool your jets he's the goat so i would like to address this by saying todd <clears throat> we we give you a lot of praise here. <clears throat> we give you a lot of praise on this show. I don't I don't think I've called for one single person other than you to have a a statue made for your contributions to toys, which I think are even bigger than any contributions you ever made to comics. So, um maybe maybe go ahead and you cool your heels. Uh we're good to you on this show. Uh <clears throat> lot 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 of lot of lot of, lot of respect is put forth your way. So, just wanted to address that one star review, Nathante, and uh, and uh, you know, 
move along with life. Hey, I'm all over social media. I'm on Twitter at Robert Liefeld. I'm on Instagram at Rob Liefeld. I'm on an app called Whatnot. <clears throat> you can follow me there at Rob Liefeld. I have a Facebook group that I would love for you to join where we continue the discussions. It's called Rob Liefeld, Marvel Extreme and Beyond. Doing this really quick and succinct today. You can look on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and on Whatnot and find me at all of those destinations. And I would look forward to seeing you there. There's all manner of different discussions, happenings uh, going on, on on each of those different platforms. And I look forward to seeing you. Thank you so much for listening to the show. I am always rooting for you. I want you uh, to be in the best possible shape you can be emotionally, physically, spiritually, uh, and mentally. And and I'm rooting for you. I, I hope you can get there. Make time for yourself first and, uh, and foremost. It's the most important uh, thing you can do is just take some time out for yourself. Finally, I got a son named Chase Liefeld. He is currently streaming on your Disney uh, Plus in a movie called Chank and Dunk that is heartwarming. It is uh, it is uh, inspirational. It, it's a new take <clears throat> on the uh, kind of coming of age journey sports drama. It's really good. New York Times, LA Times, Hollywood Reporter, Daily Variety, People Magazine have all praised it. I would recommend you see it. He plays Matt. He's really fun. Of course, I'm going to promote my child. Working in the arts is hard and and getting jobs, you know, much less good jobs like this one, a good job, a good role is uh, is something to, to cheer. There is a show on Paramount Plus called Wolfpack. It is great. Uh, the Especially the last half of the season just roars. Uh, he plays Baron. I would love for you to check out Wolfpack. Wolfpack on Paramount Plus, uh, starring Sarah Michelle Gellar, uh, Rodrigo Santoro. It's a blast. I, I highly recommend that you check it down. Check it out. You hunt it down. You watch Wolfpack and rally your family uh, around Chank and Dunk. Wolfpack is not necessarily a family affair. It's more of an R-rated show. But anyway, two great showcases. Super proud of my son. Hopefully, you guys can check those out. Hey, come back around. I'll be here ready for more Rob observations. Hope to see you. Talk to you soon.